Chapter Eight of Book One of Topics by Aristotle, translated by Octavius Owen. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Chapter Eight, that it may be proved by induction and syllogism that all questions appertain to definition, genus property or accident that disputations are composed from the things mentioned before and through these and pertain to these we have the first evidence through induction since if any one considers each of the propositions and problems it will appear to have originated either from definition or from property or from genus or from accident Another evidence, however, is by syllogism, for it is necessary that everything which is predicated of a certain thing should either reciprocate with that thing or not. And if indeed it reciprocates, it will be definition or property, since if it signifies what a thing is, it is definition, but if it does not signify it, it is property, for this was property viz that which reciprocates indeed but does not signify what a thing is if however it does not reciprocate with the thing it either is one of those which are predicated in the definition of the subject or it is not and if it is one of those predicated in the definition it would be genus or difference since definition consists of genus and differences but if it is not of those predicated in definition it would be evidently accident for that was said to be accident which is neither definition nor genus nor property yet is present with a thing chapter nine upon the genera of the categories we must next define the genera of the categories in which the above named four differences are inherent now these are ten in number what a thing is quantity quality relation where when position possession action passion for accident and genus and property and definition will always be in one of these categories since all propositions through these signify either what a thing is or quality or quantity or some other category moreover it is evident from these that he who signifies what a thing is at one time signifies substance at another quality and at another some other category for when man being proposed he says that the thing proposed is man or animal he says what it is and signifies substance but when white colour being proposed he says that the thing proposed is white or colour he says what it is and signifies quality so also if when the magnitude of one cubit is proposed he says that what is proposed is a cubit in size he will say what it is and will signify quantity and so of the rest for each of these both if it be itself predicated of itself 
and if genus be predicated of it, signifies what a thing is. When, however, it is spoken of another thing, it does not signify what it is, but quantity or quality, or some other category, so that the things about which and from which arguments subsist are these and so many. But how we shall take them, and by what we shall be well provided with them, we must declare hereafter. Chapter 10 Of the Dialectic Proposition In the first place, then, let us define what is a dialectic proposition, and what a dialectic problem. For we must not suppose every proposition, nor every problem, as dialectic, since no one in his senses would propose that which is assented to by no one, nor would he advance as a question what was palpable to all, or to most men. For the latter does not admit of a doubt, but the former no one would admit. Indeed, a dialectic proposition is an interrogation, probable either to all, or to the most, or to the wise, and to these, either to all, or most, or to the most celebrated, it is not paradoxical, as any one may admit what is assented to by the wise, if it be not contrary to the opinions of the multitude. Dialectic propositions, however, are both those which resemble the probable, and which are contrary to those which appear probable, being proposed through contradiction, and whatever opinions are according to the discovered arts. For if it be probable that there is the same science of contraries, it would also appear probable that the sense of contraries is the same, and if the grammatical art be one in number, that there is one art also of playing on the pipe. But if there are many grammatical arts, there will also be many piping arts, for all these things seem to be similar and akin. So also those things which are contrary to probabilities, being proposed according to contradiction, will appear probable, for if it is probable that we ought to benefit friends, it is also probable that we ought not to injure them. Nevertheless, that we ought to injure friends is contrary, but that we ought not to injure them is contradictory. So also, if we ought to benefit friends, we ought not to benefit enemies. But this also is according to the contradiction of contraries, since the contrary is that we ought to benefit enemies, and in like manner in the case of other things. Still, the probable will appear in comparison to be the contrary about the contrary, as, if we ought to benefit friends, we ought also to injure enemies. To benefit friends, however, may appear contrary to injuring enemies. Yet, whether it is truly so or not, will be shown in what we say about contraries. Notwithstanding, it is apparent that whatever opinions also are according to the arts, are dialectic propositions. Since anyone would admit those things which are assented to by persons conversant with such subjects, as in matters of medicine, that the physician is to be assented to, the geometrician in geometrical concerns, and similarly of others. Chapter 11 Of the Dialectic Problem and of Thesis The dialectic problem is a theorem tending either to choice and avoidance, or to truth and knowledge, either per se, 
or as cooperative with something else of this kind about which the multitude either hold an opinion in neither way or in a way contrary to the wise or the wise to the multitude or each of these to themselves now some problems it is useful to know for the purpose of choice or avoidance as whether pleasure is eligible or not but others for knowledge only as whether the world is everlasting or not some again by themselves for neither of these purposes yet do they cooperate to something of this kind since there are many things which we do not desire to know for themselves but for the sake of others in order that through these we may know something else moreover those are problems also of which there are contrary syllogisms for they admit a doubt whether they are so and so because of their being credible arguments in both respects and those about which we have no argument from their being vast conceiving it difficult to assign their cause e g whether the world is everlasting or not for any one may investigate such things as these let then problems and propositions be distinguished as we have said a thesis on the other hand is a paradoxical judgment of some one celebrated in philosophy as that contradiction is impossible as antisthenes said or that all things are moved according to heraclitus or that being is one as melissus asserted for to notice any casual person setting forth contrarieties to common opinions is silly or a thesis is an opinion of things concerning which we have a reason contrary to opinions as that not everything which is is either generated or perpetual as the sophists declare since they say that a musician is a grammarian though he is neither generated nor eternal for this even if it be not admitted by any one may appear to be from possessing a reason a thesis then is also a problem yet not every problem is a thesis since some problems are of such a kind as that we inform an opinion about them in neither way but that a thesis is also a problem is evident as it is necessary from what we have said either that the multitude should be at variance with the wise about the thesis or one or other of these with themselves since a thesis is a certain paradoxical judgment now almost all dialectical problems are called theses let it however make no difference how they are called as we have not thus divided them from a desire to fabricate names but that we may not be ignorant what are their real differences still we need not consider every problem nor every thesis but that which any one may be in doubt about who is in want of argument and not of punishment or sense for those who doubt whether we ought to worship the gods and to love our parents or not require punishment but those who doubt whether snow is white or not need sense nor need we discuss those things of which the demonstration is at hand nor those of which it is very remote for the one do not admit of doubt but the other of greater doubt than accords to dialectic exercise chapter twelve of syllogism and induction these things then being determined we must distinguish how many species of dialectic arguments there are now one is induction 
but the other syllogism and what indeed syllogism is has been declared before but induction is a progression from singulars to universals as if the pilot skilled in his art is the best so also is the charioteer and generally the skilful is the most excellent about each thing nevertheless induction is more calculated to persuade is clearer and according to sense more known and common to many things but syllogism is more cogent and efficacious against opponents in disputation chapter thirteen of the means adapted to the provision of syllogisms and inductions let then the genera about which and from which arguments subsist be defined as we have stated before but the instruments by which we shall be well provided with syllogisms are four one to assume propositions the second to be able to distinguish in how many ways each thing is predicated the third to discover differences and the fourth the consideration of the similar in a certain way indeed there are three propositions of these since it is possible to make a proposition as to each of them as that the beautiful or the sweet or the profitable is eligible and that sense differs from science in that he who loses the latter may regain it but this is impossible with the other and that the wholesome has the same relation to health as what produces good constitutional habit to a good habit of constitution now the first proposition is derived from that which is predicated in many ways but the second from differences and the third from similars chapter fourteen upon the selection of propositions propositions then must be selected in as many ways as there has been definition about proposition either choosing the opinions of all or those of most or those of the wise and of these either of all or of most or of the most celebrated or opinions contrary to the apparent and whatever are according to arts yet it is necessary to propose according to contradiction those which are contrary to the apparently probable as we observed before but it is useful to produce them by selecting not only those which are probable but those also which are like these as that there is the same sense of contraries for there is the same science and that we see by admitting not by emitting somewhat as it is thus also with the other senses since we both hear from admission and not from emission of something and also taste and similarly with the rest again whatever are seen in all or in most things we must take as principal and apparent theses since persons lay down these who do not see at the same time in what thing it does not happen so we must also select from written arguments but descriptions must be made supposing separately about each genus as about good or about animal and about every good beginning from what it is we must also note besides the several opinions as that empedocles said there are four elements of bodies for any one would admit what had been asserted by some celebrated man 
but to speak comprehensively there are three parts of propositions and of problems for some propositions are ethical others physical but others logical the ethical then are such as whether it is right to obey parents rather than the laws if the two are discordant the logical as whether there is the same science of contraries or not and the physical whether the world is perpetual or not the like also occurs in problems still it is not easy to explain by definition what the quality of each of the above named is but we must endeavour to know each of them from habit which arises from induction addressing our attention according to the before-mentioned examples with regard then to philosophy we must discuss these according to truth but as to opinion dialectically still we must assume all the propositions as universal as possible and make many one as that there is the same science of opposites afterwards that there is of contraries and also of relatives in the same manner we must divide these again as long as it is possible to divide them as that there is the same science of good and of evil and of white and black of the cold and the hot and likewise of other things end of chapter fourteen of book one recording in memory of mitchell edwards